Hello and welcome back to our podcast, The Prosecco Sessions, a weekly podcast discussing a host of topics over a glass of fizz or two. Hi everyone and welcome back. It's Laura here, joined this week just by Pippa. Kat sends on her apologies, uh, but she'll be back with us next week. So today we're talking about a bit of a Marmite subject. So it's something some people love doing, some people hate, but we're told that we could probably all do a little bit more of. And that subject is exercise. So let's get started. So Pippa, we're talking about exercise today. How was it for you growing up? When I was younger, I just did all of the normal sport at school in PE lessons. And to be honest, it was pretty brutal. I went to an all-girls school and it was really competitive and probably not all that enjoyable. As I grew up over the years, I fell out of love with sport completely as I just decided that it wasn't something that I wanted to be involved in. And I think that's probably because if you're not in the top 5% of people in your school at sport, then you're left behind and you're just you know, a nobody pretty much um, when it comes to actually doing sport in school. So I don't really have much of a great relationship with sport, unfortunately, and and with exercise in general, but I definitely would love to have a much better opinion of it. What about you? Yeah, I hated sport growing up. I think there's very much a differential for me between what I did at school, which I classified as sports and being graded for physical activity, and then what I've chosen to do as an adult as exercise. At my school, you were put into graded classes based upon your physical ability. I That's awful. Did you not have that at your school? Uh not really like we used to have quite a few sports teachers so we just all used to kind of be in the same class but I feel like if you're rated and put into different sections on how good or bad you are then you're pretty much just making kids feel worse about themselves I don't know yeah it was so I can't remember what the gradings were but it it was definitely something like upper intermediate and lower or something like that and whereas on an academic level I tended to be put into the higher excelling classes in sport I was in the lowest category (laughs) and um, it I don't know how to say it without it sounding offensive to people but it was either people like me who weren't really physically talented at sport people who were overweight um, and so didn't have the same kind of physical stamina as others and maybe weren't as agile and then just the the dossers basically the people who who wanted to play up and we were all kind of grouped together and then the people who were in sort of the higher group were the people who were in that year's sports teams, the ones who actually competed and went to county level competitions and that sort of thing. So very much from an early age, I was being told, you're not very good at sport. 
and that that had quite a impact on me I think I think I'm I was not surprised I, I was glad that I was in that group because it meant that there wasn't so much pressure on me to succeed at it because it was almost like I'd been prejudged and they knew that I was a bit shit at that sort of thing so um I wasn't <laughs> going to have to compete in the same way but at the same time it is pretty much a, a motivation downer and it it made me really question things about myself. Yeah, so I didn't have a really good relationship with sports at school and exercise in general. I was also quite conscious of my body. And as I was maturing and growing, it was like, I, d I don't know if I want to be wearing this sort of thing. I was like trying to work out what sort of bra to wear in normal everyday life and then suddenly it's like I got boobs and I don't really want to be jiggling up and down <laughs> um, in, and, and I went to a mixed school so like when I started wearing a bra there were comments about it and you know it, was, it just made you feel self-conscious to have to get in a little netball skirt and a tightish t-shirt I just didn't like it I just felt very introverted about the whole thing at school yeah do you think then that that negative experience that you had at school had an impact on your attitudes later on in life I think it's really changed as I've got older at school it was very much a forced activity and it was a case of you will do your two hours of PE on a Tuesday and a Thursday and you will get into this kit that you don't like wearing and do this activity that you might not like with people that might make fun of you for your lack of prowess in that area whereas as an adult I've got the choice to do exercise for myself and choose the exercise that I want to do so it's a self-motivated activity for me now as opposed to being something enforced upon me at school yeah and I think that makes a massive difference as well because when you're younger if somebody says to you you have to do something if if you don't want to do it then you're instantly not going to enjoy it very much whereas actually as you get older it's all about choice it's all about your, you making your own decisions it's about somebody not telling you what you can and can't do I think it makes a massive difference as to whether you want to do it or not I do think it is really sad, and I don't want to go into too much detail about it, but I do think it is really sad that so many children and so many young people are having such a negative experience with, with sports at school. And I don't know whether it's just because of that age, like, you know, teenage years, feeling hormonal or emotional or feeling, you know, a bit unsure of yourself at that age anyway, or whether it's because PE classes in the education system just aren't very good I don't know I don't know which one of those things is the bigger issue that people need to tackle but you either have kids saying nowadays I love sports and it's normally the ones that are good at it or I hate sports and I swear there's not really that much of an in-between yeah the one PE lesson that I remember was trampolining <laughs> Yeah, I love trampolining. <laughs> it was like the day that they went, right, you're in the sports hall today and you walk through the doors and it's like, oh my God, there's trampolines in there. And it was just such a fun activity. There were some people who were learning how to do somersaults and that sort of thing. But most of us were just like, we get to bounce. This is amazing. There's no like competitiveness in that you've got to hit a ball or you've got yeah. to race the fastest or have all of this stamina it was just like no if I if I actually just want to be lazy and just bounce <laughs> that's entirely well, fine 
Yeah, but do you know what the main thing there is? It's fun. Yeah. That's why people didn't mind so much is because it was a sport that was made fun. And I think part of the problem is that when you're a kid, half the time it's not fun. So why would you want to take part in anything more than you have to? I don't know. Like for me, when I was younger, I pretty much just did PE classes and then when I was really little I did a lot of gymnastics and I loved that and one of the only reasons why I stopped doing gymnastics was because I moved but then I did athletics outside of school as well and I only did that until I basically got to the age where I thought that it wasn't cool to do it anymore but both of those things were independent sports when you're young being part of a team sport is so much pressure and just not enjoyable for me anyway I don't know about you but I just really didn't enjoy it so did you do anything outside of school as well as your PE lessons not to the same degree I mean I liked going out with my mates and just running about playing about I had a little bike I was never very good at cycling you know I was always a bit scared on a bike but I used to go out and we'd just ride around and you you know it was just chilling but doing physical activity at the same time there was no pressure on anyone it was just getting out and being active without really having a care in the world about it and just having fun whilst doing it and like I always wanted to do better at physical activities. I'd practice playing badminton and tennis with my sister in the park and stuff like that. But I was just never very good at it. I just wasn't gifted in that area. And so at school, it felt like a real pressure to do it. Whereas at home, it was like, I'm doing this because I want to. No one's watching me. So it doesn't matter because no one's judging me for it. Yeah. And no one's going to criticise you in that moment as to how you're doing. I, I don't want to slag off the physical education system because I think it's actually a good thing that they encourage physical activity. And I don't, I don't want to disparage that. I just think for me, I was an introverted person and that sort of thing really got to me. So as a child, exercise that I wanted to do for myself outside as a fun activity was one thing. But actually doing it in school was just mm. just too much for me. My favourite thing to do was that I could just go to my male PE teacher and go, I'm really sorry, sir, but I'm on my period today and I've got really bad cramps. And he'd just be like, oh, oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, if you want to sit out with this one, that's fine. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, please don't add up all of the times that I've said this because I'd be on a really weird cycle. I just always found They never would say, would they? <laughs> They'd just be like, yeah, yeah, sorry, just uh, do what you want. <laughs> it was great. It never flew with the female teachers because they were just like, we go through them too, get in the yeah. class. Whereas the male was exactly. like, oh, oh, yeah, okay, don't talk about it, just go. <laughs> <laughs> if more kids felt accepted doing PE and didn't feel like there was such a kind of class system in terms of PE then I think more people would look back at it and enjoy it more don't you think yeah I kind of do but I just think adolescent boys are dicks so you're never going to get rid of that unfortunately Mm. so yeah you know like I say I don't want to disparage the physical education program in schools because I have no idea what it's like now I just know that was my experience growing up yeah. So Pippa, what's been your experience since leaving school? I mean, has that changed the way that you view exercise and physical activity? Has it made you more motivated or have you kind of carried down the same track that you were at school? 
Well, when I left school and I went to uni, it seems like it was the beginning of when everyone started doing loads of working out. So I don't know if you remember, but a while ago, it wasn't cool to be like in the gym all the time. And then all of a sudden, it just changed. And loads of people started going to the gym and doing loads of exercise and being part of loads of different sports activities. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. I think that's great that people are exercising. But I just wasn't one of those people. And I'd have friends at uni that would be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the gym. Do you want to come? And that just would not interest me in any way, shape or form. And it wasn't actually until, do you know what? Genuinely, I'm I'm 26 years old and it probably wasn't until I was 24 that I actually decided that I should probably start doing some form of exercise. I think the reason why I started doing it was because I could choose where and when I wanted to go. I had you know, a full-time job, uh, being in London and doing all those sorts of things. And it meant that I could work it around my own schedule. And I now do quite a lot of yoga and that is my form of exercise. But say five years ago, I never would have been like, oh yeah, I want to go and do a yoga class. Like, the, my attitude was just nothing I just didn't want to do anything basically and I think that's quite common of quite a few people I was in the stage where all I wanted to do pretty much was go out and just have fun and eat loads of crap and just kind of hope for the best with my body yeah. um, whereas whereas now I actually care a little bit more about it what about you yeah so I think I've had a bit of an evolution I would say with my attitude to exercise so when I left school I really wasn't fussed about doing any exercise and then I started going out with someone who played a lot of football he was quite physically fit Uh, he had his home gym and all of that sort of thing and it kind of made me look at my body and go oh god I'm just a bit blubbery and you know oh stop (laughs) yeah but but you know I was I was young I was like 18 and he would just lift a weight for a second and his muscle would grow (laughs) he just had that kind of physical form so I joined a gym and I thought you know I'll, I'll go and do like their personal training program and all of that sort of thing And for a while, I hit the gym quite hard. I was quite regular at going there. I mean, I did my nine to five job. And then on the way home, three or four times a week, I'd go to the gym. And I'd do my program. Yeah, and it was just part of my routine. And I won't say that I always enjoyed it. I found it a bit of a chore to do it. I did see some results from it. But I saw more results when I stopped and realised that I had toned up and it wasn't like I ever lost weight through doing it, but I was more toned. Like I'm quite pear-shaped and I just found that my shape was better from doing regular physical activity. But I never really liked the gym. Yeah. So it then got to the point where the gym was actually past where I lived. So I commuted home from work and then I had to drive past my house to go to the gym. And I'd start going, oh, do you know what? I might just give it a miss tonight. And I'd just <laughs> just go home and I'd be like, I'll go tomorrow. And You're you- not the only one though. I swear that is what most people think. I think it has evolved for me. So that was my first round of going to the gym and it got me some results. I never felt like I was at peak physical fitness or anything. I felt like I was on a journey and I felt like at a certain point gave up on myself And I became that classic person who was paying for a monthly gym membership 
and just not going and going, I'll go next time, I'll go next time and not doing it. And then I had a really long period where I didn't really do any physical exercise at all. In my 20s, I got away with it. Uh, When I think back on the kind of meals I used to eat, my God. Oh my God, me too. Three courses every time I went out and somehow it was all good. Like every every so often I'd overdo it and be like, oh, cut back a little bit, but it was all good. It was when I got to coming up to 30 that... I was going to say, don't say like it was when I got to 26 that that's when I decided (laughs) I had to start taking care of myself because I'd be like, oh. (laughs) No, no, it was literally like my milestone birthday coming up that I started thinking, hmm, I'm not really that happy sitting on the sofa. But what really did it for me... I'd moved into a different job. The people that I was working with, a lot of them did exercise in their spare time. They all had hobby exercise. So like one of them was really into swimming, one of them was into running, a load of them played rugby together, that sort of thing. And company put on a sports day. And it sounds really stupid, but I competed in a relay race and I also did like a space hopper race and I did the first space hopper race and I won it and I was like oh my god this feels so good and I I went through to the next round and I was like yeah I've got this and halfway through the next heat my legs just gave out and I was like oh I can't breathe (laughs) and uh the next day I could hardly move. I'd had such a fun day and it was all physical activity, but I was like, I literally can't move now. I am so unfit. And it was a bit of an epiphany for me in that I put the two and two together and I was like, I really enjoyed yesterday. It almost killed me and I feel really bad for how unfit I am. But it was like an inspiration being around people who had a lot healthier aspect on things and were doing activities that motivated them to to do them. Like I say, they all had their own hobbies. And I was like, do you know what? When I get to 30, my goal is to be healthier and fitter and look better than I did in my 20s. Yeah. So although your motivations were slightly to do with how you looked, predominantly it was to do with how you felt. Yeah, it was like an overall thing. Um, yeah, I agree. At the same time, there was a lot of... You You said about the whole fitness phenomena and the fact that there's been a, a movement in the last 10 to 15 years yeah, of... definitely has. Of it being a, a real, you know, exercise is a positive thing. We should all be doing it. We should be doing our 150 minutes per week. You know, you should be getting your aerobic exercise and there's a lot more Is that how much you should there. be doing? Yeah, yeah, so the NHS say that we should be doing 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity, so stuff like cycling, brisk walking every week, and they kind of break it down and say you should be doing 30 minutes of physical activity per day, and that'll oh add up. God. If you do that five days a week, then that adds up to your 150 minutes. That's quite a lot, though. It like, is, that actually yeah. is quite a lot. I don't know, I would be surprised if most people do that yeah we'll delve into that a little bit more in a second I think because yeah I've, I've found some statistics out on that as well <laughs> um, and I'd no, be fine. interested to know what you do because I know we were comparing pedometers the other week yeah but so for me that was a bit of an 
epiphany because like I say there was a bit of a phenomenon there was quite a lot of motivational tv shows and things coming out so I was binge watching The Biggest Loser I don't know if you've ever seen it yeah but oh my god I love that show so much basically there's two trainers they split them into two teams and it's people who are say 350 pounds 400 pounds 500 pounds and they take them to a ranch in the US and they compete so they start exercising they go on a diet regime and then each week someone's eliminated because they haven't lost enough weight it's quite harsh but the winner is the biggest loser as in the person who who goes through the biggest physical transformation and I used to sit and watch it and it just sort of occurred to me like I'm not obese if they can do it then I can damn well get off my ass and do a bit of exercise per week because I I could see as I got nearer to 30 that my body was slowing down a little bit and it wasn't handling the three course meals quite so much (laughs) and I was thinking it's a very gradual thing but you will gradually put on weight as you get older and I was starting to feel the effects of just not doing anything so yeah it all motivated me and suddenly I went from oh no I hate activity I hate exercise it to going do you know what I'm gonna go out for a run and the first run I did was just to the first lamppost down my street and I came back and I was completely out of breath wheezing and I just built up from there and now I'm a runner I like running (laughs) look at you look at how things have changed Exactly. And it's like, if I said to myself, when I was 16, or even when I was 26, you will, you will be motivated to get up at 6am in the morning and go out for a run. I'd be like, yeah, you're talking to the wrong person. (laughs) Now I actually find that something that motivates me and makes me feel good about my day yeah it's weird how it changes but yeah definitely and I I think I'm the same not with running I absolutely despise running and I think it (laughs) is definitely well it's definitely about just finding what works for you and what you enjoy but for me if somebody had said to me that I was going to be out doing yoga once or twice a week and you know actively looking out for yoga events and you know Pilates and really enjoying things like that then I would have just thought that was an absolute joke and I think that what happened to me maybe similar to you is that I just got to a point where I was like I don't feel good by not moving by not stretching by not by not feeling like my muscles are moving and my heart's racing you know I don't feel good being so stationary and actually I want to make a change for that and I'm going to do it in a way that works for me. And there was a yoga class right by my work when I first moved and it was really cheap. And the yoga teacher was amazing and she was just so inspirational. And actually it was all about changing my mindset more than anything else. I knew I was capable of doing it and I knew that my body could do it, but I needed to get my head in the right place and I needed to make sure that I wanted to be there rather than feeling like how I did as we say when we're at school where we just didn't want to be there yeah and so did you go straight from not doing any exercise to discovering yoga or did you try other activities first and that was the one that stuck no not at all genuinely I went from nothing to yoga and I know that that might be quite interesting to quite a few people because they probably 
would think, oh, well, maybe you should try a couple of other things. But actually, I fell in love with it so quickly. And I fell in love with the way that it made not only my body feel, but also my mind, how my, my mind was every time I did a yoga class. I just decided that actually, why would I swap to something else if I absolutely don't have to? I think if you find the thing that works for you, even if it's the first thing you've tried or it's the a millionth different thing that you've tried, then that is what you should stick to and not put too much pressure on yourself. And I think the main reason actually why I really enjoy yoga is because of the fact that it is combined exercise and mentality in how successful you are. So I don't know if you've done much yoga before or how many people have done yoga before, but yoga is all about you pushing yourself to where you think you can get to and it's not about looking at what other people are doing it's not about you know making yourself feel uncomfortable or making yourself do something that it's not capable it's it's about you working out how you feel what you think you can achieve and then working with that rather than anything else and that's what I love I, I love the fact that it is so personal basically yeah I mean I think I'm fairly similar to you not with yoga but it was more of a motivation for me to challenge myself and sort of set myself goals and things that I could do. So say with my running, it was a case of, okay, I can only reach that lamppost today. Tomorrow I'm going to go all the way to the next lamppost. And then the day after that, I'm going to run and walk for 10 minutes. And, you know, I built it up and I set myself little goals. And it was kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say fun. Because I'll be honest, even now when I go for a run, I spend half the time hating myself and hating my body and being like, I want to die. (laughs) And then... But in a sense, it's fun because you've decided that you want to do it. You've put yourself out there and it's in a non-pressured way. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's fun. I'd say the how I feel when I get back and the sense of achievement I feel when I've put my body through it and I've gone, you will not stop here. You are going to carry on running because (laughs) it's your brain telling you that you can't move. Just move your damn legs, Laura. And I will keep going. And I'm like, no, I'm going to get to this point. I'm going to get to that point. And it's a slog. I'm not going to lie. Physical activity for me and exercise can feel like a real slog. But I get back home and I'm like, yes, I've done that in a certain amount of time. And then I have that breather and I go back in the house and I'm like, I've done it. I've done a 5k this morning and it's not even seven o'clock. And then for the rest of the day, it's like, well, yeah, I've got it down. I've done my 5k today, you know. I think that's why most people are so into exercise now is actually because it's that feeling of success and that's feeling of achievement I mean I don't want to get too deep here but I think that actually so many people nowadays don't really feel very fulfilled or or like they're succeeding and actually if you can do that purely through going for a quick run or doing something like that then I understand why people would would want to exercise a lot more I think it would be really great if we could have had somebody on the podcast who was really into fitness and, and loves it Um, because then we can have a difference in opinion because both of us are basically like, we don't really love it, but we do it because, you know, sometimes it feels good and it's a personal choice. But I know that there's a lot of pressure on people to do exercise when maybe they don't want to. And I think there's a lot of people that just avoid it entirely. And actually there's so many statistics that just say that that is not good. So 
for example, there was something that we found that said that in 2017, 26% of all adults were classified as inactive, which meant that they were undertaking fewer than 30 minutes of physical activity a week. That probably was me five years ago. But actually, when I think about it, I, I probably was doing quite a lot of walking, which still counts as exercise. But it's a bit terrifying that 26% of adults aren't doing anything at all really and will probably be avoiding it at all costs do you know what maybe it's just something that happens as you get older it's a mindset change but I do think that people nowadays are having a different attitude to exercise and it's probably having a positive effect on some people and it's probably having a hugely negative effect on other people there's a Netflix kind of docu-film and it's called fat sick and nearly dead and there's a sequel to it now as well And it follows a guy from Australia who was obese. And he he worked in a very high-powered corporate job. But he was just suffering from this really bad skin complaint. And the docufilm follows him as he goes on a journey. Quite extreme. It's not something that I would do myself. But he just basically goes on a juice diet. He travels all over the USA just drinking his juices and starts running and doing physical activity. And then halfway through the documentary, he bumps into a truck driver who is in a worse state than he he is. And he kind of inspires him and it picks up that guy's journey. And I was watching all of this and, you know, spoiler alert, by the time the docufilm ends, a pair of them look fucking fantastic. <laughs> and they're, they're doing things that I would never dream that I'd be able to do. And I was just looking at it going, again, my God, if they can do it, they are an inspiration to me because they're people who have been that couch potato who were in that 26% and didn't do any activity and with the people going, people are going to laugh at me if I go out and start trying to run because I don't look like I could run and I'm going to be puffing and sweating and all of that sort of thing. And that was me. I, I was going, you know, I don't look good in a pair of running shorts. My face goes bright red and I'm sweating buckets within two minutes of being out. And I, I literally take about two and a half hours to return to normal colour when I've been out exercising. I'm not like one of these people who looks amazing. And, Most and people don't though, Laura, like that's what you need to remember. Most people don't look amazing when they go for a run. Pippa, I've been to the gym and seen people who look amazing and I'm like, how are you doing that? Because I turn into a beetroot at the site of a treadmill. And I'm just then, like... But that's the interesting thing though, actually, that I don't really enjoy going to the gym. I just don't find that an enjoyable experience because I don't know I think maybe it's too much pressure I'm not sure what it is but for me I would so much rather do independent exercise like you like going for a run or something like that and rather than being really open in the public and and I know that's silly because actually you know we shouldn't worry about those sorts of things so much but for me I just don't enjoy public exercising. I think I would have gone to the gym more if I'd had a gym buddy. I mean I've, I've mentioned on the podcast before I live in quite a remote area so my first boyfriend like I say he was very very physically fit but he went and did football and he did football training so he didn't want to come to the gym with me because he was like I don't need to do any more exercise and I needed someone to push me and it was very easy for me to give up because I didn't have anyone that I was letting down. 
So after I started running, I started feeling a little bit more confident and a bit more like I want to do more. A gym opened up near to me and it was one of those 24 hour gyms where it's quite a cheap rate to go. And you could go at any time. And I was like, oh, that works quite well. Because even if I'm working late, I can go in the evening and it might be a bit quieter because I can go at a less sociable time than other people. And they did fitness classes there. And I started to really enjoy going and doing some of the fitness classes that they had. And before that, I'd always done quite solitary activities. But because I'd built up some of my fitness... I felt like I couldn't go to the gym and do a class whilst I was unfit. It might sound stupid, but I had to get that level of confidence that I could take part in a class before I went to a class, if that made sense. Yeah. And and I actually found that having someone shouting out what to do and having people around me motivated me to do more. And I was like, oh, okay, the person next to me hasn't collapsed so I'm gonna try and do one more press up but I remember I got chatting to a couple of the women in the classes and and like had a laugh and a joke with them and I used to look forward to going and seeing them there and then you know probably the same as me they went through a phase of doing it and then stopped and when the people that I'd like struck up friendships with within the class stopped going I was kind of like oh that's a bit of a downer I'm kind of on my own again now I didn't feel the same motivation to keep going and then they changed the classes and I was like eh, I'm not really enjoying the ones that they've got on now so I kind of went through another gym bunny phase and moved out of it but the solitary exercise of running because that was always something that I've just motivated myself for. I kept on doing it. But I feel like if there was someone who'd been like, yeah, I'll go to the gym with you, and and they were constantly pushing me and I was pushing them, I probably would still be going to the gym now. I don't know, it's it's kind of the whole strength in numbers thing, isn't it? You don't feel as self-conscious if there's someone with you. So I'm fascinated to know, do you actually think you do the recommended 150 minutes a week? Hell no. no I'm glad I'm not the only one then how much do you reckon you do at the moment yeah like about 30 minutes I do a brisk walk to my office and I walk back to my car after work and then I go home and that's pretty much it at the moment which I don't feel happy with I don't feel like that is enough for me Yeah, I know what you mean. I have at peak done that 150 minutes and more so and felt much better about things. But I'm very much a fair weather runner. Yeah. And running is the one activity that I really like doing. And where I live, it's not well lit. So I don't do it over winter. So I go through like a real peak and a trough in the in the summer months i feel so much more motivated and it's warmer weather so i'm quite happy to go out in a t-shirt i don't have to worry about the rain so much and i'm like yeah i want to go out and i want to do activity and i'll go out and do a 30 minute run four times a week and feel quite happy with that like 30 60 120 or maybe I don't do it still. But then I do my walking to the car and back and I feel like I, I get my exercise in and I feel quite happy with what I'm doing. But then when the weather's bad, I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm staying in. What about you with your yoga? Well, so my classes are an hour and a half every week and I make sure that I go at least once a week. And then I, if I can, I'll go twice a week, which would be another hour and a half. Or I do it at home. So I'll try and do 
either some at night or some in the morning or whenever I basically can. Actually, Pippa, just to clarify, so that 150 minutes is of moderate aerobic activity. So that's stuff like cycling or brisk walking. So if you're doing vigorous aerobic activity, so something like running like I do, that's 75 minutes that they recommend because you're getting a bit more in, you're getting a few more um, exercises in into your minutes. Yeah, so I definitely do it then. I definitely do a good amount. And that's surprising to me because I never thought that would be me. But yeah, that is the case. But also my boyfriend, he's really into fitness. And I think that he doesn't put any pressure on me whatsoever. But he lives a very healthy lifestyle. And I think that attitude is really motivational. And it makes me want to to do a little bit more. So I think I definitely do the right amount every week. And I feel sluggish when I don't. Yeah, I find that in winter, I don't feel so good. As soon as the end of October comes round and the clocks go back and it's darker in the evenings and darker in the mornings, I can't go running like I normally would. And I feel really down on myself for a couple of weeks. I really miss the physical exercise And then I kind of get into the whole cosy home comforts routine for winter. And then I find it so hard to pick it up again when it gets round to uh, lighter, warmer days. And I think I really should be out there running. But I know that I've lost all of my strength and my stamina. And it's really quite disheartening every year when I do that. And it's really annoying because I've just never found another activity that I want to do as much. So... I very much peak and trough during the year and like when I'm doing it I'm quite evangelistic about it and I'm like running is amazing and you know you should all be going out there and doing your exercise and then in the winter I'm like nah (laughs) I'm in that 26%. (laughs) So one of my main reasons for wanting to exercise apart from it being a choice and all of the other things that I mentioned at the moment um, is because I got quite sick last year and I was told that I uh, really needed to look after my body and so I wanted to make sure that I was doing some light exercise to make sure that my body was working sort of to the best of its ability where possible and I feel when I have done exercise like I'm going to have an amazing night's sleep I feel as if my heart has been pumping I feel like my muscles have been stretched and I feel like I have a burst of energy is that how you feel after you've done a run yeah definitely I mean like I say I'm not gonna lie I have to kind of force myself to start doing it And then as I start doing it and I start to move my body, it is that kind of chemical release into your system, isn't it? You get endorphins from it, which are released into your brain and make you feel good. And I definitely feel that. And, you know, it's one of those things where I think, why was I putting myself off from doing this? This is great. It's making me feel really good. I feel more confident when I exercise because I feel like I do want to go and try on clothes and I feel more toned and you know it is a way of helping me maintain my weight because I don't need to worry quite so much about what I'm eating like I don't overeat but I just think you know the odd chocolate bar isn't going to matter because I'm doing exercise but it's a whole mental attitude I think because the more exercise that I do the more I look at that chocolate bar and go do you know what I've done a run today. Why would I want to spoil it with that? I'm going to go and actually pick up a bit of fruit. And so that mentally, 
I'm in a better state. So I feel more healthy for doing the exercise. But also it makes me feel good. And I've been through periods where I've been on a bit of a downer. And I found that exercise has really helped my mental health as well. In that, you know, just getting out there and moving your body, it's quite amazing how good it can make you feel. I think that's a great piece of advice as well is actually if you are feeling in a little bit of a slump, then then do give it a go. I think that a lot of people would laugh so much if they heard me saying this, especially one of my old housemates who would literally find it hilarious because she was like, you need to do some exercise, just any exercise. And then because she encouraged me, that was actually how I started out. And I think she'd find it hilarious hearing us do a whole <laughs> episode on exercise. But I think the main thing that I've learned from everything you've said here is that you have to do what works for you. You have to do what makes you feel good about yourself and that you see the most benefits from doing. Yeah, and I think, you know, running is quite a a niche one. You know, you either like doing it or you don't. I don't like doing 10Ks or marathons or half marathons or anything like that. I know some of my colleagues at, at my workplace now thrive on that sort of thing and the challenge it gives to them and I'm like you know exercise doesn't have to be like a prescribed activity you live in a house share don't you so you've got flatmates I live on my own so sometimes when I'm feeling like a little bit like I've been a couch potato I, I stick on some really cheesy poppy music and I dance around the house and I will do some moves that I would never ever dream of doing in front of anyone else But, you know, just that kind of freedom of just dancing around and getting some physical activity. And it's it's actually really hard work. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I've I've been physical and I've, I've got my body moving and it's like it's been fun. You know, it doesn't have to be like a prescribed exercise. You don't have to be doing like a fitness plan or doing an aerobic sessions. It's just moving your body. That's all the exercise is at the end of the day. So, you know, however you get it, whether it's like dancing around your house or going out for a run or going on a cycle or just walking briskly to work, all of it will add up. So, you know, just make it fun for yourself if you're going to do it. Yeah, I think that's definitely. the main thing. Don't like like do it as a chore because yeah. every single activity that I've done that wasn't fun is the thing that didn't stay the distance for me. It's the things that make me feel good at the end of it that have stuck. And that's the only way that I know how to exercise in a good and healthy way for me. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I really agree with that so much. (laughs) So I think that's a really good place for us to finish up. Uh, We would love to hear from you though. So please do get in touch and let us know if you do the recommended amount of exercise, what kind of exercise you enjoy, and whether you agree or disagree with any of the things that we've discussed here. So get in touch with us either on Twitter or by our email address, which will all be down below. Cheers! Cheers. You have been listening to the Prosecco Sessions with me, Kat Raymond, and co-hosts Pippa Artis and Laura Chambers. If you love it, sub it! And if you enjoy the podcast, make sure to rate it five stars and share so others can find it. Thank you so much for listening and tune in to our next episode. Bye.